The Church of Galatia, to whom Paul is writing, is experiencing some turmoil. They are backsliding and they're taking up old Jewish practices such as circumcision. Now, unsurprisingly, this has divided the community and it's resulted in the community members not treating each other very well. He uses this wonderful image. He warns them against biting and devouring one another. I imagine that in this church of Galatia, people gossiped about each other. They spread rumors about each other and divided into factions. It was probably not a very pleasant community to live in. And I'm sure that those who were hurt by the gossip and the rumors must have been tempted to get back at those who hurt them. Maybe they believed in the old eye-for-an-eye kind of justice. In the gospel, we see Jesus practicing a non-violent approach to conflict, a literal turning of the other cheek. The Samaritans and the Jews each thought that the other were heretics, people who once had had the truth and then turned away from it. The Jews thought Jerusalem was the place where God had ordained as a center of prayer and holiness, while the Samaritans thought it was Mount Gerizim. It was not uncommon for Jews going on pilgrimage to receive a hostile, even stony welcome from the Samaritans as they trod that road to Jerusalem. Some of his disciples want to retaliate, but Jesus rebukes them, and he chooses the way of peace and nonviolence. How then are we to respond to those who gossip about ourselves? How are we to respond to those who gossip about others? It may sound as though I'm talking about two different groups, but in reality, I think those who gossip and spread rumors about others will just as easily gossip about me. Never assume that just because your friends share gossip with you, that they aren't sharing the gossip about you with others. Let me return to the question. How do we respond to gossipers? Sharon Kierkegaard, a philosopher, said, Jesus wants followers, not admirers. In other words, do as Jesus did. Not people who think his example is all wonderful, but never actually do it themselves. So if we were to follow Jesus, what might that mean? We never hear of Jesus saying anything bad about anybody, except when he confronts people like the Pharisees. Jesus also said, love your neighbor as yourself. How can we love while we're actually bad-mouthing people? How would we want to be treated? My dad always used to tell us, if you can't say something nice about someone, 
don't say anything at all. I think if you followed my father's advice, it'd be a, a whole lot more silence in the world. Maybe one of the hardest things we could do is if you're among people who are gossiping, try and find something good to say about that person or the group being gossiped about. Sometimes it just takes one person with some courage to turn a, a bishop gossip session into something healthier, something where we recognize that Yes, people who are flawed also have some good about them, just like we do.